0: Hello, and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I am Connor from the House of El. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And we are stuck in the somehow hotter than usual, barren wasteland of Australia. (laughs) Uh, My God, it's not even summer yet. (laughs) It's not summer yet. I don't
1: know, Connor, last time you were um, under stifling heat. We have just had a downpour here. I don't know if a storm has come your way. A couple of days mm-hmm. or no? no? It was 40
0: degrees today.
1: Woo! You probably want a storm.
0: Technically spring. It's insane. Um, but, anyway, moving on. We yes. Had, we had a deluge. A deluge. It was terrible. I like terrible,
1: a deluge. I, I like a good deluge, yeah, as well. Yeah. No, more, you know, more so than the, the other, you know, your typical Joe. But uh, it was particularly uncomfortable when you have to walk through it,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, if there's uh, apologies for any weird technical difficulties, uh, Ray and I are still working out. You know, the the we're still we're still. Uh, what's that? What's that expression? Ironing out the kinks or whatever. Ironing out the kinks. It's our Kryptonian
1: yeah. our Kryptonian cells, Connor. Connor, L, We
0: are just too mighty for this technology to yes. handle. Truly, truly are. And there might be a fan in the background too, because I need it or I will die. Oh, like a follower?
1: <laughs> like a like an admirer? Uh,
0: no, no, like an electric fan. <laughs> okay. I would, I would like a follower just waiting like a big fan at me though. That'd be great. That's it. Would that's you? it. Well, you, you know the House of Zod has its acolytes already, so yes. you need uh, Yes, you do.
1: The House of House of El needs some um, some, you know, what worshippers.
0: Yes. But Uh, So, I hope you guys are enjoying the ride so far. Today we bring an anniversary issue, but it's not Action Comics 1000, it's Action Comics 544, it's the (laughs) 45th anniversary of Superman, so this was back in 1983.
1: Yep, absolutely, it's a nice round number there for an anniversary, 544, very memorable. Uh, but it's a big issue, isn't
0: it, Connor? It's it is a, a double sized issue. It has two stories. Um oh, I've gotten ahead of myself. Oh We haven't even flown over there yet. Okay, quick, quick. We gotta go oh, or the oh God, yeah. or the police the podcast police will get us. Up, up, <laughs> up and the way. And away. Okay, now we're here. Now I can talk Whoop. about the issue without fear of cosmic oh. reply, reprisal. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Action Comics 544. So this is a big double issue. It has two stories in it, and the first one's a Lex Luthor story. second one is a Brainiac story. Hey, my two favourite Superman villains. Yeah. And I'm sure and, that's a pretty common uh, feeling as well. Yeah, and, and this is
1: probably one of the reasons why, isn't it, conor that we chose this? Uh, favorites of yours, and for myself being a newbie, this would be a good introduction to two of the, the greatest nemeses of uh, Superman.
0: Yes, uh, this was when, so the, the the whole thing behind this issue is Superman sales were not doing too well, so they're like, hey, oh. let's revamp his two biggest villains. Oh. So they gave, uh, as we, I mean, let's just look at the cover. So we have the big mm-hmm. anniversary logo, 45th uh, fabulous year. We have the blue action comics logo, and we have the gilded gilded anniversary 45th fabulous yes. year, isn't it? It's
1: uh, it's really a spectacular moment, uh, and and they've they've all stops no no stops of what's the saying? They're all stops are out. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, and we still got the approved by the comics code authority thing on here which is pretty much meaningless by 1983 because they're all doing what they want anyway <laughs> so
1: absolutely yeah um,
0: there's no shortage of casualties in this uh, comic book either so there isn't oh my god yes, yes.
1: <laughs> um, yeah piss off comics code
0: authority we don't yeah. want to be- to be fair uh, with the comics cr- code instated we did get some very creative storytelling because i had to get around yeah, that, true. So. true,
1: true, true. If you put a bollard in the way, you're gonna have to navigate your Segway somehow.
0: Yes, um, but yeah, it, it's a. So we have in the background, we have this really awesome sketch of Superman's sort of. Uh, what is that facial expression? Oh, I was about to say like. Kinda of terrified, but he's also terrifying really. Yeah, he, he he looks kind of terrified, but he looks he doesn't look afraid though. He's no, it's he looks, it's like a yeah. my god man expression. You know, like my god man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> slightly pissed off, slightly shocked. I think it's a gorgeous sketch though, in, it in is the good. background. Um I think it's easily the best part of this cover, because I don't think the rest of the cover looks that good.
1: It's it's all in the textures, isn't it? It's very sketchy. It's, yeah, uh, it's really nice, uh, and it's just the red and the yellow, um, and it, it gives them a really. Um, I, I think actually the inks as well. I mean, if it wasn't in red against the yellow, it would have had a different effect. Uh, it's quite punchy.
0: Yes, it's a it's, it's a very it, it's a very striking combination. It's a very sort of alarming. That's it. Sense of alarm, I guess. And we have a uh, Lex Luthor and Brainiac on either side, leveling up, so to speak. Yeah. Um,
1: so, what do you think about this Connerel? Because they've really given the game away straight away. I mean, wasn't the whole thing a bit of a uh, meant to be a build up and a reveal of these new looks? They've actually given away the new looks on the on the cover.
0: I guess, I guess we got to remember the reason behind this comic. They want to get more sales, so True. they're like, "Hey, look at our shiny new yeah looks for Lex Luthor and Brainiac, right." Um, I don't think the I don't know it's something something seems a bit off about them on the cover. Maybe it's because Superman's face is so detailed and these guys <laughs> kind of look crummy in comparison. <laughs> I think that I think the art is fine
1: for okay. Lex Luthor and Brainiac, uh, but I do agree that very different styles from Superman, and so yeah. there's such a big contrast. Uh, you have Brainiac there, the, the the mechanized Brainiac crouching a little. He looks a little. Um, I don't know, it just looks a little weird, yeah. But I do like the Lex Luthor um, iterations.
0: Yeah, the so lights. they've, they've there's so there's two iterations. There's the old version of Lex Luthor, which is, like, uh, I guess a lot of people would probably remember from Super Friends. Is mm. He's got, like, the purple and green tights. And then we have uh, Brainiac's classic look, the green skin, the things on his head, can't remember the names of them, and the pink mm. shirt. And then they're both... Uh, not being 90s extremes, but you can see where comics are going, I guess, because uh, Brainiac yeah. turns into a full-on Terminator creepy thing with, like, a big brain sort of head. Yeah. And Luther has got, like, this power armor on. Yes. Um, and it's like... Uh, so how do you feel about... How, I mean, we may as well talk about them now. How do you feel about these looks? Because they're on the cover, so uh, both looks, as in like the classic look and the newer look, or
1: I suppose, yeah. The classic look is, I mean, yeah, I I, I find it very, very kind of dated, but you know, you you take yes. that because it's um it's how they were kind of, I guess, realised and brought onto paper the new looks Well, no i mean like i guess when was this again mid mid 80s uh, 83 yeah
0: 83
1: okay um it's so it's okay i think um i i don't mind lex Luthor's look at all uh brainiac um, again look again listeners i am a total newbie so i have no baggage with me um from seeing brainiac the green-skinned fella to the mechanized fella oh, i i don't mind um the mechanized Brainiac, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Death's Head, and I, I really do like Death's Head okay. uh, from the Marvel, the Marvel comics. Uh, there's no um, – I mean, it's funny that you mentioned because, okay, it was in the mid-80s, but uh, in the 90s, obviously, we get very, very kind of dated looks, so I'm glad.
0: That's <laughs> my 90s sound. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad there
1: aren't any pouches or, or ponytails here. But um, I, I really like Lex Luthor's um suit. It seems very compact. It seems very practical. Okay, it's got the original colors that he has. And I wanted to ask you, Connarell, about this purple and green.
0: Yeah, that, of... that 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 classic look that Lex has in the back. That was not his debut look. He got that way. Okay. He got that later. Because they wanted to sort of give him a costume, I guess, instead of yeah, just like yeah, a, you know a lab coat or whatever he's wearing at the time. Yep, yeah. um, Brainiac well, always looks like that.
1: Okay, well, um, I mean, like with Lex being being a newbie, the only Lex I came across was Gene Hackman uh, in, in the Richard Donner
0: films. Yes, uh, so Hack, man, Gene, so Gene, Lex Gene the Hack Hackman. I do uh, <laughs> look, guys. PSA here. I think he's a great actor. I love him in other stuff. But man, I hate his Lex Luthor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, look, uh, his Crimson Tide, *A Hunt for Red October*, I think it was, was was very good. Uh, his Unforgiven was yes, really unforgiving. good. Unforgiven um, was great. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, but that's how I was introduced to Lex Luthor through yeah. Gene the Hack Hackerman, uh, and so seeing Lex Luthor in a costume really kind of threw me a little. Um, he he. he he becomes, he starts to become less, I don't know how to explain it, less realistic. Um, because well, Lex, Lex
0: was, Lex was, yeah. uh, firstly, first and foremost, Lex has always been, like, a mad scientist. Right. Uh, his whole public business facade came later. Um, okay. The guy's always been a lunatic, so... <laughs> right. Like, I would think the first time you come across him, he's wearing these weird green cultist robes. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And actually, Lex had a habit of dying in every early appearance he had, like a lot of other characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Joker as well died a lot. <laughs> he uh,
2: okay, came
0: back like freaking Michael Myers, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I mean, we'll get we'll get to it as well.
1: Um, it's a really good insight into Lex Luthor in this issue. Yes, um, really, really um, paints some great pathos for him. Uh, Brainiac, yeah, I, I, I like. What do you think of this mechanized Brainiac look?
0: I like it. I think it's fine, and I like how Brainiac uh, I like how that mechanized look has kind of been used a lot for Brainiac drones now. Mm. Whereas the guy in the back, um, obviously, like the go- they they've kept like the green skin and the bulbs on his head, but obviously mm. they've probably they, they've sort of ditched the pink shirt with the white collar and made him more yeah. uh, alien and grotesque. Uh, I mean, just just look at. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, long story short, I, I like that. I like the uh, skeleton look for Brainiac.
1: Okay. And, I, and it's it's used more often. Like you were mentioning, that his drones are kind of used like that. What is it? Like, help me out here, Connarell. What the hell is Brainiac? I have no idea. I had no preconceptions of what he looked the like. The thing
0: is, Brainiac's like, okay. So in his first story, he was an alien. Okay. But that got very quickly retconned into. He was sent by the computer overlords of Kolu to collect cities and deliver them back to them to sort of spot their weaknesses. But of course, uh, long story short, the computer tyrants got defeated. Brainiac has sort of become his own entity. I guess he's not really like taking orders from anyone anymore. Um, is he is he
1: AI or something? Yes, he's an alien he's AI, AI, but
0: very sophisticated. Like, okay, he got programmed with a personality, but he sort of like evolved past all that. I mean, ah. he can travel through time and space. Uh, he has yeah, extremely well, high intellect. Uh, he, yeah. Well, he he actually he, he I mean in this issue.
1: We we see him through the whole gamut. He, he actually goes through. Oh, it's quite vast, actually, what he goes through. Yeah, his uh, green
0: form you're looking at there. He's 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 a computer, essentially, but like so he's that, such so that, an advanced AI.
1: So that green form, it's he's kind of like the vision. Is he? Is he like a synthetic? Um,
0: mm, synthetic. I, I mean, I uh, guess yeah. He's, Android or uh, he's he's. He, I think one like he sort of reached. I don't know, he's just sort of the pinnacle of whatever <laughs> I mean he's hey, he, this guy's too advanced for me, okay. So yeah, I mean Conurel, he, is AI, totally... so he would have okay. to be You're right. You know, right. I don't know I'm sorry I don't know what Brainiac skin is made of, okay? I can't bloody. I'm worried that. I'm worried,
1: conor El that your brain will explode here. It's uh,
0: Brainiac yeah, he,
1: seems that freaking powerful.
0: Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> which is why I think he's such an awesome villain. As as I mentioned on Twitter recently, you think Superman's overpowered? Just look at the crap Brainiac pulls off. Then it begs um, the question: Why does he wear that pink shirt? I I don't know. Well, because he was progr- like he was made with an actual personality okay. and uh, humanoid tendencies. So, because yes, he, he was originally functioning as a spy. Right. Um, a spy who didn't really blend in anywhere and was just running around abducting cities, but
2: yeah,
1: you
0: know, <laughs> it was just it was just a way to sort of explain and retcon his first appearance because they wanted to make him a computer. Yeah. So does he
1: does he lust, Connarell? Does he lust?
0: No, he's not very emotional. Ah. that's the okay. thing is, uh, Brainiac is obviously a much more formidable opponent than Lex like, Luthor, but. Brainiac isn't driven by the same intense hatred, so therefore he might, you know, in that sort of sense, he's kind of not as dangerous as Lex Luthor because he's not so fixated on destroying Superman. Right. You know, Brainiac has his own goals in mind that are outside of just killing Superman or embarrassing him and stuff like that. So he's not too worried about Superman,
1: but Superman seems to get in the way, is that it? Whereas Whereas Lex Luthor... His whole goal, and it shows it in his comic. His whole drive and his whole his his
0: white whale is is Superman. Yeah, Lex might not be as intelligent as Brainiac, but <gasps> you know, he has an insane amount of will, and he's intelligent enough to pose a, a yeah. really bad threat to uh, But
1: he, he's a super intelligent guy, isn't he? Is he meant to be like a genius? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And how does how do both of these guys fare against uh, Mister Mixie
0: McSpitlick? Oh, Mister um, we'll Mixie McSpitlick's a god, but I mean, yep. Lex has teamed up with Mixie Spitlick before. Okay. It, more during this era, he teamed up with him, like in the sixties and stuff. Uh, right. Really. Lately. But, okay. Yeah. Well, so I guess it's funny with Lex's power armor, is that ten years later it'd be dated. But mm. now we've come so far that it's like not dated anymore, and you probably see it in modern comics sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yep. Yeah. Fashions come back. Pretty much. Um That's a so, pretty cool it's a pretty cool suit, I must say. Now that I've stopped embarrassing myself about trying to figure out what Brainiac's skin is made of. And by the way, <laughs> it's pretty friggin' hard to like try and summarize Brainiac's backstory. Because man, it's like
1: yeah, and his powers
0: really? oh yeah, it's just it's just crazy and uh,
1: he, he seems very yeah, I mean like for not not in a bad way, but um I've been coming into this Superman lore and all that and and Brandyak seems very very vague and and there's a lot of ambiguity about him. He gets a See, lot of
0: retcons as well.
1: Okay. He's quite mysterious to me, whereas I can understand Doomsday. I can understand Lex Luthor. I can understand, you know, to an extent, Mr. Mixy Mc- McSpitlik. But uh, Brainiac continues to elude me. I don't know what to make of him. I don't know what the hell. And, and this story and this anniversary uh, didn't help at all. No, uh, it was it, it was... Yeah. I mean... I love this, we'll get to it again, but I love this whole, oh man, it it went out there, didn't it? It, it, I I think I liken it to to kind of like a Kira, where he he transcends anything. It was crazy. Yeah, but it still didn't clarify anything for me about what the hell he is. So uh, I'm going to have to read more of
0: him. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mm. He's, as as I said, he's essentially super powerful AI that's... uh, pretty much gone rogue and he's running around doing what it is he wants to do which yeah. is uh and i mean hey we see how powerful he gets in this friggin
1: yeah oh jeez. Um, i mean how do you compete with that and would he, yeah. would he be able to, would he be able to take on dark seed or dark side or whatever he's called
0: well is there's it, um isn't he the biggest biggest big bad they've probably had uh, crossovers, but I, I, to my recollection, I, kinda, I, I remember like in the Justice League animated series, they cross paths and stuff, but Brainiac oh, in yeah. the animated series is a lot less powerful than comic book Brainiac. But, uh, uh-huh. I, 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 I can't remember reading any... Because as I said, I haven't read that much Justice League, and... <gasps>
1: you
0: know, yeah, of course,
1: yeah. No, we, um, if, if
0: there was a team-up like that was to happen, it would probably be in Justice League, so... Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, Brainiac's been a Justice League villain before, because... You know, he, he has the cojones and the power set to be a Justice League villain, so... Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I'll spew because the new Injustice game, uh, Brainiac's the villain. Is it a game? Uh, you know Injustice, the fighting game? Oh, Injusti- Injustice, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And uh, Brainiac's yeah. the villain of the latest one, but I don't want to have to play his super dick cartoon villain, man. Ah. You know, and just watch the Batman fan-wank. He <laughs> yeah. beats up Aquaman and Black Adam, right? Who, who does? Batman. Aquaman? It's a, yeah. Isn't Aquaman kind of like superhuman? Yeah, I don't know. I remember in the first one they all took, like, Krypton pills or some stupid crap to make them be uh, able to fight everyone else, but I still hate it. You hate Batman. Just say it. No, I hate There's Injustice. There's nothing wrong with it. Ed Boon, you can't write for shit. You suck. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? You thought Liu Kang as a zombie was super silly, so you bring him back for one game, and you kill him again. What are you doing? What are you this doing? sounds like a game I need to play. Uh, injustice or Mortal Kombat?
1: Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Was that any more, uh, Mortal Kombat? Oh, yeah,
0: Liu Kang's injustice. from Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat and Injustice are the... Two Ah. franchises he works on. Right, right. Yeah, Um, no, Injustice. Injustice sounds good.
1: Isn't Injustice, aren't they all bad or something? In Injustice? Isn't Superman bad? The whole thing
0: with Injustice is essentially the Joker tricks Superman into killing pregnant Lois Lane and then Mm -hmm. he blows up Metropolis and that turns Superman into a dictator essentially. Yeah, that's what I heard. Something and weird. it's kind of interesting at the start, but then everyone starts acting really stupid and Superman turns into a cartoon villain that just kills people for no reason. Uh. And, like, there's a bit where he just blows up. It's so stupid. Like, it's... Okay, the premise... The premise isn't actually that bad. Hmm. If you're going to make Superman, you know, go completely nuts and sort of turn into a dictator... Mm-hmm. They went They went pretty far with how you do that is, you know, tricking him into killing his pregnant wife, killing Jimmy Olsen and blowing up his city. Yeah. Okay, you know, I can see him not really liking that. But <laughs> just the way it's executed and the way the characters act is just bad. Uh, uh. It's, I mean, it's a fighting game plot you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, essentially... It's just it's, a
0: reason for everyone to beat the crap out of each other, but yeah. the comic's actually been taken pretty seriously, and I've just got to say, the comic's not really that good. Yeah. And I'm not just saying this as a butthurt Superman fan, I'm just saying it's... it's just shock value, the yeah. comic. It's sort of like you read it just to see who's going to get absolutely wrecked next
1: and it's die just, horribly. It's kind of um, like an else,
0: elsewhere, else world yeah. isn't it? Like, there's a part where a major character trips over... And breaks their neck on a rock,
1: and it's Batman. Bat
0: no. no, but it's just a stupid <laughs> scene. That's no. just like ooh, anything can happen, you know. Uh, you gotta be
1: careful with rocks, Connor L. I know.
0: Look, I know but in real life you can trip over and break your neck on a rock. Does that really belong you. in this <laughs> comic about like dictator Superman? Yeah, whatever. Why are we talking about injustice? We're ruining I don't know. this
1: podcast. It sounds like something
0: to explore later on, but yeah,
1: I mean, Dictator Superman sounds good. The
0: the other thing with Injustice is that that concept has been done better in a lot of other material. Kingdom Come is essentially something Injustice will never be, and is much better than Injustice with a similar premise. Um, So so hang on, does
1: this mean that the villains are good in Injustice? Do they turn around and somehow... No. (laughs) No. That wouldn't be good.
0: Oh, uh, uh, actually, in the Injustice Universe, Lex is a hero. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, he was like, he never turned into a villain in the Injustice Universe. He was always um, a because hero. he
1: had a hatred for Superman, but it's justified because everyone hates him in that world. Well, right? they're
0: friends. Ah, oh. and uh, Lex is sort of, Lex sort of ends up being a double agent for Batman's resistance team. Uh, Ah, never get me
1: started with Double Agents and Triple Agents, Conor L, just too
0: confusing. Because Lex is such a good friend of Superman that he is ideally positioned to take him down from the inside.
1: Ah, like a mole.
0: Yeah, pretty much. He switches to Batman's side. Um, (laughs) Wonder Woman fans probably have it worse, though, because she just acts evil. Like, she didn't have... She didn't have her... Husband and Themyscira blown up. She just acts evil from the get-go, so...
1: She's married?
0: No. No, I'm just saying, like, that would be the equivalent of what happened Uh, to Superman. Like, she doesn't have anything like that happen to her, so... Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, why are you acting so evil and crazy?
1: I don't want to say that. I like Wonder
0: Woman. Oh, (laughs) she is completely evil in... Oh, well, I don't I'm even just, know why. Like they just—they just like, oh, she's like a warrior, so let's just make her a bloodthirsty, crazy person with no actual logic, just for fans who like to go. Oh, down she's and she's lusting fall. over the super—the super dick. That's like oh. one of her main things, I think. Is she's yeah,
1: she's l- lusting over the super
0: dick. Yes. Uh,
1: dictator. You're talking about yeah. Uh, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> well. Injustice, look out for it, super fans. We'll be <laughs>
0: reviewing it coming to a. Can't podcast. we review like the better stories with a similar premise instead? we have the power like, to do Superman anything. Conrad. Red Sun was a way better Superman dictator story.
1: We're Kryptonians. We can do anything. It's it's fantastic.
0: That's true.
1: Oh, Red Sun as well. Yeah, I've got a lot of questions. A lot of questions. You just reminded me with Red Sun.
0: Yeah. It's good. Back back to Action 544, though. 544. So, and uh, we've got to add, on the front cover, it has on the side with the talents of Carrie oh. Bates, Kurt Swan, Murphy Anderson, Marl Wolfman, Gil Kane, George Perez, Ed Hannigan, plus Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. What a big names there? What? Yeah, that that's a huge list there. Uh, uh, I'll point out Gil Kane was one of the creators of Iron Fist. Oh, was he? Yeah. Roy Thomas and Gil Kane.
1: Uh, oh, Roy Thomas. Oh, yeah, okay. They generally go together, don't they? Gil Kane, Roy Thomas. I've, I don't know. Their names seem to, to, to meld. Uh, there's George Perez, as we, uh, in our recent episode, um, very uh, much in tune with Superman and yes.
0: Silver Surfer. Big fan of George Perez. Uh, obviously, big fan of Kurt Swan as well. Kurt
1: Swan. Mark yeah. Wolfman. Uh,
0: oh, he's, very... he's been around, hasn't he? Yes. He's written a lot of Superman. I think his Superman is okay. He, actually,
1: he wrote a lot of Werewolf by Night as well, funnily enough, being his Marvel Wolfman. Um, very, very... I, I find it a good title, uh, Would Jack Russell from the Marvel comics. Are, are you familiar yeah. with Werewolf by Night? Uh,
0: yeah, I've heard of it. I definitely know who Jack Russell is. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's Marvel's take on the supernatural and the horror. Yeah. Uh, Mark Wolfman was there. I only remember it because of his name. Um, but, yeah, he's been around for a long time. And then you got the um, the creators there.
0: Yes, Connorell. Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster.
1: Oh, my God. What do they do on this?
0: Uh, they write... Well, they just... Uh, Jerry Siegel writes, like, a two-page letter in. And oh, Schuster yes, And Joe Schuster adds an original drawing that he drew for this. Ah, Issue specifically. Fantastic. Um, So uh, the first story is actually uh, done by Carrie Bates and Kurt Swan. Mm Mm-hmm. Good art. uh, The first... uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Getting ahead of myself. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so, yes. So the first story is called Luther Unleashed. Now, Carrie Bates is the writer. Carrie Bates has written also a fair bit of Superman around this era. Uh mm-hmm. Pencilers is Kurt Swan. Does not need introduction. Inker is Murphy Anderson. Colorist is Anthony Tollan. Letterer, Ben Oda. And the editor is Julie Schwartz. Yes. Now, do you want the synopsis for this one or the Brainiac one? Oh, can we, can we do both or just one or the other? Oh, I meant like, did you want to read out? Oh, sorry. Which one?
1: Super fans. I will do... Uh, can I do this one? Can I do this one? But I don't have
0: it. I'll link it to you. Yes, oh. we, are, we are reading the synopsis from the wiki. We did not write this ourselves. Excellent.
1: Any Because when that's an option,
0: I'm taking <laughs> Because some of these <laughs> are not? really hard to summarise. Oh, I don't even want to try summarising that Brainiac story. Like... Right. Can you imagine? Are, you,
1: are, you, are you linking it to me? Uh, oh, here
0: oh, we go. Yeah, here we uh, go. go. So if you just scroll one, down so. a bit, it'll have synopsis for Luther Unleashed. Okay.
1: Lex Luther rises from the rubble following his most recent confrontation with Superman. He hobbles to one of his safe houses and meets his robotic servant, RX99. RX99 helps Luther to a rocket ship whereupon he blasts off from the planet Earth seemingly forever. Thoughts of hatred for the man still continue to fill his mind however. He flies to the planet Lexor where his wife Adora comes out to greet him. Adora tells Luther that during the time that he has been gone she has given birth to his son Lex Jr luther is elated and feels that he now has a chance to start over with a new life addressing the citizens of lexor he announces his plans to stay on the planet permanently to raise his son the townspeople still regard luther as their personal savior lex tells adora of his lifelong battle against superman and vows that he is no longer interested in pursuing a life of crime he throws himself into the role of Lexor's champion and uses his super science to create a Netrod, rod, a giant mechanical antenna that will help stabilize Lexor's planetary core. Now, the citizens of Lexor need no longer fear the geological upheaval that has plagued their world as of late. Back on Earth, the robot RX-99 develops partial sentience. Feeling a need to fulfill his master's desires of revenge, the robot activates one of Luther's many doomsday devices. A satellite from space produces a force field that completely envelops the city of Metropolis. Superman investigates the matter and finds a satellite with a stylized L engraved on the side. After destroying the satellite, Superman flies off to track down Luther and bring him to justice. He has no idea that Luther is actually innocent of his most recent attack against the Kryptonians' adopted city. Meanwhile, Luther is still obsessed with Superman. Putting his new reputation at great risk, he develops an elaborate war suit and secretly tests the suit's weapon system on a nearby transport flyer. News of this mysterious marauder begins to circulate and Lex publicly vows that he will find and stop whoever is using this destructive armour. Superman eventually arrives on Lexor as Luthor suspected and he can no longer remain in hiding. Donning the war suit he flies off to face the Man of Steel for what he believes will be their final battle. The fight is evenly matched as Lex's a red sun slowly saps away at Superman's strength. Superman's body is coated with a special sunscreen to protect him, but eventually this begins to wear off. During the battle, Lex fires a blast of energy at Superman with his gauntlets. The blast ricochets off Superman's chest, striking the neuter rod. This causes a severe power surge that channels deep into the planet's core, starting a chain reaction. Within minutes, Lexor's core explodes, killing millions of Lexorians. The blast hurls Superman backwards and he believes that Luthor has died in the explosion. Turning, Superman flies back towards Earth, confident that he has seen the last of his arch enemy. Lex survives, however, and clings to to a floating chunk of rock. His hatred for Superman has reached new heights, and he swears that he will soon have his revenge. Yeah.
0: Well, Wow. Great, a very. Uh, yes. Great. Very wow, Like. Yes. What a cruel story.
1: <laughs> it was. It was. I am um, surprised that the writers went down that, that I route.
0: Am, I'm very. Like, they just killed his wife and kid like that. They. I'm um, just. Yeah. You know, and there's,
1: and there's time spent to to kind of know and kind of see the familial side of Lex. Yeah, it, it and was he, really, yeah.
0: This this planet had been around for a while. It came in in the '60s. You know, he got married before this issue. Like this wasn't stuff just invented for this issue. Mm. You know, they just. Um, so that
1: so Lex was um was in and out of Superman comics since the '60s.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't really remember it appearing much at all, as I said, I read like chunks. I haven't yeah. read like a full continuous stream up until now um but you're familiar with Lexor right yeah yeah i yeah, yeah, yeah. the the issue where it debuts is a quote unquote classic uh mm-hmm. lex story as well um uh, which uh make that this makes that story kind of sad, I guess yeah um yeah I mean so it, it was a
1: really i mean yeah first impressions I guess uh Connorel uh
0: apart from the the massive hit in the gut towards the end of the issue it's another great Lex story you know mm. it's it's got it, it's similar it's similar to that Lex story we talked about in action one thousand where it just shows. How much he, I guess, this story is probably uh, shows it more. How much he just absolutely hates Superman. Like it's yes. just this unholy amount of hatred. Dedicates like he he ruins his life. Yeah, essentially because he just can't get over it. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess personal question: Right, have you ever hated someone? Not just like got an angry someone. Have you ever hated someone? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I have and gone
1: down there gone down there down that path. Yeah, true. Yeah, it can
0: sorry. be so but how destructive can that be?
1: Well you know, I, this is this is the, I mean totally I I get what you're you're saying. Um but what I found with this to me it, it kind of it rubbed up wrong I really couldn't understand Lex's Blind hatred for Superman. I mean, all intents and purposes, from all other aspects with his family, with Ardora and with Lex Junior, he seems like a rational, logical fella, and and he has this planet that they all kind of adore him, and he does the. He has so much, um, so many philanthropic, um, traits to him, but there's just one thing where he hates Superman. I just I couldn't really. Yeah, I don't know. Well that, that's the thing. Certain.
0: Hate yeah. is that Powerful it can just destroy a person if they were mm. to control and he's obviously he just could not fight this hate. And the the thing is, you know, his hate just the longer the longer this goes on, the more hate he has for Superman. Every what? single scheme that's foiled, why does he hate him to begin with? Well, why
1: does he hate him so much what has caused this so much? Is it like the Punisher? The Superman killed his family. Well basically
0: yeah. What happens is he's he's friends with Superboy and Clark, and no, he doesn't connect mm-hmm. the dots. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. uh, he's it, the the thing is he saved Superboy from Kryptonite when yeah. they I first met in Smallville, and you know they became buddies, la la happy montage, and uh, the Lex was doing a lab experiment and he was creating like an antidote to Kryptonite. Yes, uh, but yeah, like, I think
1: I've seen. I think I've seen a little bit of this. Uh, Le- Lex is um,
0: not a guy who has many friends, so yes, he's inherently yes. kind of paranoid.
1: This is Birthright, right? You're talking about? Oh, sorry, Man of Steel. Sorry. No, um, no, this is
0: no? this this is the Silver Age. I'm t- This is like the 50s. Okay, okay. This is this iteration of Lex Luthor I'm talking about.
2: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Birthright essentially reinstates this sort of thing. Um. But yeah, yeah. So, experiment goes wrong. And Superman uses Super Breath to mm-hmm. you know, put out all the fire and stuff. And since Lex's hair is already on fire, Superman kind of just blows it off. And that's how he becomes bald. <laughs> uh, but the, he doesn't hate him just because he's bald. Uh, yeah. As comical as that would be, uh, it's it's also the fact that uh, he feels Superboy was getting jealous of him and deliberately sabotaged him because he's like that paranoid and he's been treated like crap his whole life, so he just sort of assumes that Superboy was responsible for what happened. And so he tries to prove himself afterwards to Smallville. He tries to do all these inventions for Smallville, but they all backfire, and as they all backfire, he just gets more bitter, more angry at Superboy, and it dominates his life, and every single thing that happens with Superman just makes it worse. This is like decades of just anger that right, is there directed right. like he's just every i like think we talked about before every problem in lex's life he probably blames superman for it <laughs> yeah okay okay i can start to see it it's it just that
1: it, i mean look from what you were saying as well um all i had in my head was surely at that age when lex was doing that i mean you mentioned as well he, he was an outcast to begin with so would there not be other grudges that he would be <laughs>
0: hold on others um that they are that all he... channeled into yeah. the uh big blue the... boy scout
1: <laughs> but that but it's all channeled into that one moment where he uh you know let's backtrack it to that moment where you say that um he blew his hair off um was that the the human yet well, it, it was like
0: that... it was like the whole lab blowing up yeah 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 you know the, like he thought his experiment was sabotaged and you know he was also bald at the age of 15 or whatever which he wasn't happy about but (laughs) yeah
1: okay yeah yeah. okay no it's i mean you know and like then when he
0: when he was doing these things was trying to do these things for smallville they you know as these things went wrong Mm. superman had to save smallville from his inventions messing up so smallville like you know ended up loving superboy but sort of hating lex which just obviously yeah builds on that as well um, and obviously, Superman, like, he's just been trying to be nice the whole time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's an enemy, you know. Superman, by this point, is obviously yeah. uh, pretty fed up, <laughs> given but some of then, the dialogue in this issue.
1: But having said that, then, so Lex, there was a bit of Lex's ineptitude, which had to be f- cleaned up by Superman. Yeah. So Lex is not taking ownership of
0: his mistakes. Oh, of course not. This is Lex Luthor. Uh, you would never do yeah, that. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. And so he's just using Superman as a crutch to. Like this,
0: this comic, we see Lex at his best in this comic. Yeah. Uh, we also mm. see him at his worst in this comic, which I think is what's really great about it. Yeah. Because you see him at his best, he's a ra- as you said, he's a rational. Yeah. Person, but there's just there's then you. You know, as soon as Superman starts to enter his mind again, he just immediately mm. goes back to his worst. Yeah,
2: like just,
0: it just—it seems like this comic just reinforces that he cannot change. I guess yeah. unless Superman is dead, he cannot change.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I really do admire that the, the good qualities of Lex in this story as well. It's really good to actually, you know, knowing Lex is a villain and and actually seeing this other side of him is really good. I guess just the for me. Uh, the reason why he hates so su- Superman so much, it hasn't really hit me yet as a as a newbie, and, and I I really can't see where this hatred is coming from.
0: I don't um, honestly, I don't really think it needs to hit you. I think all you need yeah. to know is Lex hates this guy, like yeah, but, uh, to the, the very uh, core of his being.
1: Yeah, but the, I mean that uh, to me that was rubbing me up the wrong way. Like I was I was reading this story and it's like. I'm reading a very rational, logical, a very um, loving man, and yet he has this irrational hatred for Superman. I, I, in my brain, I could not, I could not justify it myself. Like, why, why is he like this? You know, if he was a mental case, I was, you know, sorry. Let me. If he was, uh, you know, mentally un, unstable or anything like that, I, it, it it might go to explaining it. But a lot of his actions and a lot of his behaviors are very we, we can we can associate as a reader a lot a lot of the the finer qualities of him. So maybe that's it. Maybe that he's a purely psychotic guy, and and I just I just can't get into I can't understand where this hatred's coming I guess from.
0: The other thing is he's kind of a bad guy deep down. Like the mm. reason he's so one of the reasons that he's so loving with all these people and stuff is because you gotta remember they do worship him as a hero yeah
1: yeah he's got a huge it's, ego it's feeding Let's,
0: his ego completely yeah, and even yeah, in this issue he's so like he's joining in the celebrations that are thrown for himself yeah, absolutely you know um, and that's yeah, all like yeah, if they absolutely. turned against him I don't know if he would retain these altruistic feelings towards them right you know is, is he
1: is he um, a cold hearted killer as he has he killed and all that in the in the in uh, previous issues and, and issues to come, is
0: is he like really ruthless in that sense, or? Yeah, generally he's like ruthless against Superman, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Um. I mean, against I humans, other humans or, or defenseless people, would he? Humans. Would he? Or well, does he have that, that's a, a the thing with the that's the thing with the comics code. Like before the, yeah. all the Lex stories before this point, he wasn't really. You know, it was more yeah. about him fighting Superman. He wasn't like killing other people. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm sure he wouldn't care if, you know, someone – if, like, another person died. Like, he cares about these Lexorians. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, look, I'm thinking, again, I'm just jumping um, uh, companies here, super fans. Uh, Connor as well, you know, huge – Connor L, huge uh, Daredevil fan. Like, Kingpin, for instance. Kingpin, you know – as much as you can empathize and and humanize him, he's a little rotten to the core, isn't he? Um, Yes. And you can understand, like, you know, the things that he does are terrible, uh, you know. Uh, And that kind of then, I guess in your mind, it justifies, okay, so he's a bad guy. Uh, With Lex Luthor, um, I guess I haven't read that much where I don't see him do diabolical things, um, But I just I just can't understand where this. He's
0: like he's just he's your yeah. he's your mad scientist at this point. Yeah. Um, right. But um, as, as I said, like the 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 thing is like his hate for Superman is like who he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. like that's essentially what he is now. Yeah. Um, he, his existence revolves around him. Like he's absolutely obsessed. He's completely yeah. obsessed. Um, you know, think stalker, but murderous and, like, super, super, super obsessed. Okay. You know, he just, like... I mean, like, it's like slipping. Mm. You know, you slip back into bad habits, or you slip back into a bad state of mind. That's exactly what happened to him here. True. You know, he couldn't... He just couldn't... He could not best his inner demons. Uh, and that cost him his wife, son, every person... it the, plat- the planet, didn't it? Yeah, Man, and Jesus. Superman's like, you know, I had a feeling beyond doing, I'd, I'd, I'd have a feeling Lexa, you know, be his own undoing. But damn, I didn't expect him to take a planet with him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Look, and one of the things that gets me, look, I, I'm I'm just rifling through these pages as we discuss this. Yeah, one of the thing that gets me, and I guess it is Kurt Swan's art, is that there's so many depictions of of Lex's um, portrait of his face. Yes that has such a human... He's drawn so well. ...such a warm quality to him. And, and yeah, I get get drawn into that, and it's just hard to, like, to believe that this guy is a He's a monster, Ray. Don't buy into his lies. (laughs) He is. Oh, I've been lulled into his siren's call. It's terrible. Um, Well, actually, having said that as well, so he he is a little deceitful. I mean, there is the marauder. He lies straight
0: up to his wife.
1: And to the Lexorians as well. Yeah. Like there's a Marauder, which they don't who they don't know who it is, and uh that, that back, uh destroys their uh it the cargo was um that, that was was going through. Uh and he blatantly lies to everyone, saying, you know, we'll we'll catch this person. And it's him. Yeah. It's him. Yeah, so I, I found that a little diabolical.
0: Definitely. Uh, I think I think at that point he pretty much being consumed by Yeah. His hate. Like he wanted to you know, and I I, I, I this, I love that shot of him bursting out of the wall in yep. uh, the Marauder armour. As you said, there's so many great shots of Lex's face.
1: Well, that one, this. yeah, that one as well,
0: yeah. Yeah, that one, uh, yeah, it's, he's very menacing in that one, obviously. Mm. Uh, he's really come out to play. And But as you said, there's so many, like, warm shots. Uh, there's yep. just so much detail in these, and, you know, I guess this is why Kurt Swan is you know, one of the greatest Superman artists, if not the
1: greatest. Mm. Is, uh, yeah, he's really good, yeah, he's really good.
0: And we uh, have Angry Superman, which is good as well, because uh, Superman is very fed up with Lex in this story.
1: Oh, which one? Because he, he actually shouts a couple of times, doesn't he? Where is he uh, angry? The, the one that you're referring to.
0: Uh, I mean, even, even when he initially just enters... Lex's yes. bunker, which he's not in, he's just like, I'm just going to take my anger out and just trash all this stuff. Yeah, And oh, he's yeah. just, yeah. he's constantly really angry because he's like, I'm so sick of Lex
2: yeah. just
0: endangering thousands of lives just to get at me. Like, he's really had it at this point. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: And again, actually, Superman takes the back seat to this, yes, to this, this story. Is, this is a Lex Luke.
0: story. Yeah, Superman yeah. is just a... Yeah, like, I, I guess there's the top of that panel where he's like, Luther, he's at it again, because he sees the L on the yeah. satellite. And, and why did he put the L on that? Come on. Because it's so Lex e- Luthor.
1: <laughs> I know, that's ego, right? right? I mean, Definitely. like, he didn't, need to, he didn't guess, need to do that. I
0: guess that's, he says, Um, he says in the story, he's like, I regret yeah. putting, <laughs> okay. I, I wish that didn't happen, because that's going to lead Superman right here. Uh, yeah, and schoolboy error. It, did. Era. it yeah. did, it certainly did.
1: Um, I really like but,
0: how because I'm like, how is he gonna solve this force field dilemma? and I actually mm-hmm. do like how he uses his cape because his cape's invulnerable, so
1: yeah, that was um, good That I, I well, like was a that clever idea. solution yes we we spoke about that in last uh the last episode on the TV show this indestructible material yes. uh, and I'm glad so I didn't I never realized that his cape was indestructible um I, I know that probably sounds silly. To a super fan, but uh, really. I, they, they, they change never...
0: things around so much. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Like, John Burns' Superman is and indestructible. It isn't, okay. No. Yeah. Um, it, it, the rest of his suit is meant to
1: be as well, is that right?
0: Yeah, and this I'm pretty okay. sure it is. Okay. I get muddled sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a lot. Uh, yeah. There's like 80 years there, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, again,
1: you're saying Kurt Swan, he draws Superman's face very, very good. I really yeah. do like it. I'm looking through it as well. I like the little touch as well. Again, what I mentioned about Superman being the secondary character, um, there's a little panel here uh, just three days later, and you just see the ominous, just the hands of Superman as he's making his way towards Lexor. I thought that was a really nice, mm. nice touch because it, it makes Superman almost
0: like, uh, like He's a He's the force. antagonist.
1: Yeah, antagonist, and it just, it, like... Because it goes
0: from, it goes from yeah. like, this peaceful, smiling, Lex-hugging his wife to yeah. three days later and, like, these ominous hands flying towards
2: yeah
0: this planet. Um, yeah. Because he, he is, he is he, I guess in this story, he is the antagonist, really. Like, this is a Lex yeah. story. I mean, Superman's yeah. obviously the good guy, but... Yeah. Uh, and I, I like how, you know, the last thing Lex tries to do is... Go to his wife and kid because, like, that's all. Like, because when that happens, he's not focused on Superman. He's just focused on protecting his family, yeah. which is a futile gesture, obviously.
1: It's terrible, absolutely. And I mean, it is a good gesture, but like, it's a terrible scene. <laughs> to, 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 you know, the wife and child, Lex Junior, you know, hugging the wife, Adora as Lex is plummeting towards him, but it's all too late. So, oh
0: the whole thing's obviously this sort of weird twisted mirror of... Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, like, Lex is, Lex is like Superman to these mm. people, but uh, as opposed to Superman is really humble, he's sort of drinking in all this
1: adulation
0: mm. and stuff, and then there's obviously the parallel with Krypton, uh, except, you know, he kind of causes its destruction unintentionally, yeah, and, watches, definitely... and he he watches, he's like Jorel watching, uh, you know, his wife yeah. and son die. And, uh, th- those last three panels. Yeah. Of Lex's face as he emerges. Yeah. It's, it's a really, it's a really nice setup of, um, like Lex will just hate Superman forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you can you um, can see you can see it happening. I mean, he's got a lot of he's got himself to blame
0: for a lot of it. But he he, again,
1: he just he just um, diverted it towards Superman again.
0: Yeah, um, like until today, I didn't even know the meaning of the word hate. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, he thought he hated before. That's not hate. This is hate now. So and
0: what's crazy is that this whole thing was kind of just like a sort of gimmick to get him in a new suit. And you end up with this kind of really heartfelt, great uh, story yeah. Um, yeah. to go with it. Like I thought, I thought it was just going to be like, oh, he gets a new suit and they fight, but yep. no, there's so much more than that, and so
1: many repercussions. I
0: mean, like the, yeah, the, whole, the whole
1: planet is gone, so that that's um, fodder for, for writers down the track. You know, definitely, to, and like it's just before.
0: it obviously it reestablishes their art, uh, the enmity. Uh, pronounce that wrong but like you know it just reestablishes mm-hmm. the anger, like how much they hate each other, you know. Yeah. Really yeah. Re, just the arch nemesis thing. Um Yeah. So yeah, and then we get then we get an awesome uh, pinup pin up on this yes, by page, Perez uh, by George yeah. Perez. I love that silhouette of Lex in the back.
1: That's good. I, I love the the little uh all mess of the dartboard at the back of Superman.
0: With yeah. <laughs> big hole in his chest.
1: <laughs> big hole in his chest. Um, so, are we led to believe then, so this suit protected Lex from the destruction of the whole
0: planet? I would say so. Wow, that is some pretty good suit. Well, the whole thing is they want to give Lex a suit to be able to fight Superman with.
1: Which is debatable if you
0: need to give that to Lex Luthor's character, because the whole thing is his brain over brawn, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's Does he need, like, a suit to go toe-to-toe with him?
1: Exactly. And Superman's got villains to do that anyway.
0: Yeah, he's like, got he's got Mongol, our favorite uh
1: Mongol. He's grapefruit. got Mongol. Yeah, yeah. Great he, head.
0: He's got Brainiac, I mean, he's got Metallo, yeah,
1: Bizarro. So you wouldn't need Why would you need Lex who his strength is his brain? Um, need need him to have a suit, but is this suit is this made out of anything in particular, Connor? That we know, that, you know, that is it adamantium or we
0: well, found vibranium? that he found like the ancient lab of the people who used to live there. So it, it has to be some alien substance, some alien substance, yeah. right. which you know right. would do the trick. That's um, yeah, that that'll do it. That's it. I but, mean, um, I, I, I say like, why give him a suit? But the suit's pretty iconic, so.
1: Well, it is used, isn't it? Like yeah. days, isn't it? So,
0: and like, uh, with slight variations, yeah. You know, Lex Luthor's battle suit's iconic look. Uh, he has a... You know, uh, have you watched? Have you ever watched the opening, like the the cutscene trailer or whatever to DC Universe Online? No. He's using a power suit in that. Uh, it's really cool. I'll link it to you after the show. It's like the CGI big okay. battle between the Justice League and Lex Luthor's cronies. And yeah. he's got, like, a big power suit in that as well. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, I,
1: I, uh, also, as yeah. well, Connor. before we move on, I do like the use of... I th- I found funny, okay, one, funny the use of sunscreen. Um. But second, <laughs> I, I like this whole thing about, uh, and again, this is totally new, but I never knew it before, uh, this red sun kind of stripping Superman of his powers. like Because uh, it's not the same as our sun, I'd imagine yeah no yeah yeah so that's cool so so the whole thing with the
0: red sun is that krypton had a red sun so like it has a sort of similar gravity which would just sort of okay make him like an ordinary person
1: right right right. that's why like his two
0: big weaknesses are like kryptonite and red sunlight
1: and so how many galaxies or planets have red red suns is that is that fair few yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is uh, my sci I'm not really up with my science. Is like, is is this like red are like, like
0: older stars?
1: Okay. okay. Yeah. So they're 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 smattered all over over the the universe, and yeah, it just depends. Like, you know, if if you know, say for instance, say hypothetically, Connor L, you and I, we do set up a. Um, we set up our own planet somewhere. We could hypothetically find a place with a red sun, and would be safe from
0: Superman. Is that is that the uh, the idea? Yes, but we would also be powerless.
1: We'd be powerless as well, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Which uh, would make us almost like turtles without a shell. Would be quite yeah. quite helpless. Because I don't <laughs> know about you Connor Con- el my my brain power ain't as good as Lex's. No. Yeah,
0: I got I, I was gonna. I want to comment on one more thing. Uh, sure. The so you have the planet blowing up, and just that panel of Superman flying away, like flying sort of towards. Yes. You like the the way his face. I think I think the way his face is drawn there. You get rid of the dialogue and understand how he feels about this whole thing.
1: He looks a little just, sad.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, he he looks he looks very troubled and sad yes. by this whole thing because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I don't even think yeah. you really need the dialogue there, really. No, that's
1: you're right.
0: A... Yep, yep. V- a good, great art from Kurt Swan. Um, yeah, definitely. Very expressive faces. Yep. Um, yeah, do you have any other notes for that issue?
1: Um. Other than that, the Ninja uh, Rod... No, no, I think that's about it. The cape, the indestructible cape we've done... Lex, uh, Lex's face, um, no, that's, uh, that's about it, I think, that's good. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, I guess, how, how many how exploding many? Lexors do you give, uh, that issue? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I would give this a good seven and a half, I'd say pretty pretty decent pretty enjoyable run uh, uh, as half a an anniversary issue go uh, goes um, it revealed a lot for me again look again super fans uh, every issue I read every issue I digest, um fuels my my knowledge of superman so it's all a learning experience um I gleaned a lot from this which is good uh Lex Lex's story is good I didn't know he had a son well he used to have a son uh <laughs> and a wife yeah uh, long gone now uh so yeah it um actually paints a really good picture of Lex and uh, makes me empathize with him a lot more yes uh, so yeah, and and I like the suit. The suit is fun. Like this, it's so different because like this whole relationship stuff, the familiar stuff is really good. But then you got the uh, comicky action stuff with the with the suit. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't mind the suit at all. You know, I'm not fussed. Yeah. It's a good design. It's 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 pretty cool. But as you mentioned. Uh, Lex's thing is his brain versus brawn, so I don't really, I'm not really fussed with the suit. It's good that he's got it because then I know that he can actually go toe to toe with Superman. He won't die. He won't like, you know, he won't break his neck over a a rock. (laughs) But uh, yeah, but it's not essential. But it it was fun.
0: Yeah. Um, So how about yourself? Um, I would probably give it an eight.
1: Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. I think, you know, I feel like this is one of the quintessential Lex Luthor stories.
2: Mm, it is very, good. Uh, it's it's very a,
0: good. another great look at his character. I feel like any Lex Luthor fan would uh, love this story. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: I, f- I feel like any I feel like uh, I feel like any Superman or like fan should read this story because it gives. Uh, it's a very good story for his most notable notable villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Superman's presence as an antagonist as a kind of feeling of dread. Yeah. You kind of don't want him to go to Lex. So I I just thought that the story was very well crafted. The artwork was great. Um, Like you, I don't think the Power Suit's... The Power Suit works for this story, but the whole background with, like, this is the introduce Power Suit, it's like, oh, it's not really needed. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, so uh good eight for me. Um, Okay. I thought it was a really great issue. I think I definitely recommend uh, anyone who listens to this podcast, I definitely recommend that you read it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. The, so, sorry, there was one, there is one thing, Honorel, I forgot, I did forget to mention.
2: Yeah.
1: It was the device with RX-99. I thought that was a little clunky. I understand why it was done. So RX-99, the servant, robotic servant of Luther, um, setting off a doomsday device, doing the whole force field over Metropolis. It actually grabs Superman's attention and kind of gives him a purpose to, to seek out Luther. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah I, I found that I don't know connecting those dots together to get Superman a, t- to look for Luther a, li- a little a little uh, clunky. Fair enough. Little, it, little, it did. Little, it, yeah. it was
0: pretty elaborate. It could have been mm, done was. simpler. Yeah. Um, but exactly. Uh, it yeah. resulted in the neat little solution he had for that uh, problem. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was good. You know. Um. But yeah. I I understand. What yeah. do you mean? Like in terms of story flow and pacing, uh, there was sort of like yeah. different plots going on. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and, and this incidental thing, which was a ro- RX X99, just an arbitrary robot, just okay, out of the blue. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna trigger off a doomsday device. Oh, well, because... Lex has
0: robots. I, I kind of like yeah, how yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like, was I programmed? This like was he able to implant his obsession with me, or did he mm-hmm. just like program me to? Do this. Like, I sort of liked that.
1: Yeah. Has, that has he inherited
0: question. his masters? <laughs> um, yeah. No, like, that, that, that was a good. Yeah. Yeah. A... Either way, he dies straight after ah uh, yeah. Yeah. Rip RX99. RX99. Yeah.
1: You will be missed.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, then, uh, shall we get on to the Brainiac story, Rebirth?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, Rebirth is written by Marv Wolfman. Pencils, inkers Incas, Gilkane, Colorists, Gene D'Angelo, Letterers, Ben Oda, and editor Julie Schwartz. As Superman patrols Metropolis, he begins to experience feelings of alienation. Although he calls himself human, he still feels like an alien outsider. He flies off into out- after rescuing a blind girl, he flies off into outer space to investigate a potential problem with the computerized planet where he last fought Brainiac. The planet's sun, Epsilon-4, goes into supernova and Superman is caught in the solar winds. What Superman doesn't realize is that the chromatose swarm of brainiac trapped inside the core of the prison planet has stimulated the star's unstable core, forcing Epsilon-4 to, to nova. Superman then flies rings around it and forces a bit too much gravity into it and it becomes a black hole. The energy released from this causes a reaction in the prison world's electrical systems and Brainiac begins to lose physical cohesion much to his dismay. His consciousness becomes a data stream that travels across the galaxy absorbing massive amounts of information. He even goes to before the big bang and is then flung back forward in time... Uh, Back to the Prison Planet. The data stream interfaces with the planet's computer systems. A new body is then formed to house Brainiac's consciousness. The villain is reborn and constructs himself a ship in the shape of a giant skull. Interfacing directly with the ship, Brainiac flies to the planet Cystis II and eliminates a quarter of the planet in his first assault, and then begins to turn its population into his personal slave force. The leader of Sistus 2, Scorer, manages to escape and flies and sends a transmission to Earth where he warns Superman of Brainiac's actions. Superman flies to Sisters 2, only to find its once majestic cities have been leveled. Brainiac fires missiles at Superman that rob him of his powers. And Superman is then swarmed by the locals who are now under Brainiac's control. Brainiac then emerges from his ship. With Superman at his mercy. Well, yeah. uh, So, crazy story. The synopsis really did not do it justice at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, there's a couple of things I was. Yeah. So uh, oh. <laughs> you went. You too to. Uh, you went to impressed by or this issue. Mm. no I really liked it it was um it was very crazy It uh obviously it ends on a cliffhanger Mm -hmm. instead of establishing a new sort of status quo um so uh why don't you go ahead what are your initial thoughts
1: yeah look I I've uh, initial thoughts, I, I very much I enjoyed more the Lex Luthor story than this Brainiac story, um, but upon reflection uh, on a more higher concept level of this story, uh, I found it quite fascinating in the fact yeah. that Brainiac transcends he transcends everything really (laughs) it's really a massive and not only that but superman is massively powered in this as well i was mightily impressed when he flies around to contain i'm just taking the super he flies around that and and he creates a black hole as well like we are talking about beings with monumental powers. Yes. Um, the, Brandyak, uh his change or his metamorphosis into something else comes off the back of that. But um, he he's shocked as what's happening. Um, but I found it just totally. I was totally spun out by how his data stream actually just traverses across
0: time um, and space.
1: <laughs> time, time and space. Like he absorbs is, you
0: know, the knowledge of pretty much everything ever.
1: That is so hard to comprehend, but just an inkling of what that means, it just kind of is overwhelming enough. So, uh, this is truly a great being. Um, I, I found. Uh, yeah, he. I really like the uh, Brainiac uh, mechanical ship, isn't it? The construct of The the, skull the tentacles. Ship.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that really the skull cool. ship's a classic. This is. It's, um
1: yeah i recognize that i kind of recognize that somewhere i don't know yeah this is the first
0: appearance of the skull ship um which is now a staple for brainiac because it's so awesome
1: (laughs) well it's a lot better than yeah the the brainiac i found you know the the human scale form um is a lot more menacing because again it's like what the hell is brainiac you know it's a huge thing uh and anyway, yeah, I found the thing with the planets that um, I was all kind of well and good. I wasn't too fussed with that. Um, but at the end, where Superman gets, gets again, depowered, uh, I didn't realise how easy it was to kind of counter Superman. Well, all you got to do is get this, um, what was it? It was
0: again the Red Sun, wasn't it? It was the missiles? Yeah, with the... the missile had like Red Sun radiation in them or something. Um, yeah. But it kind of begs the question is, this Brainiac is so powerful. Does he need that? Like, I feel like well, he could yeah. take on a fully-powered Superman. Um, well, if he knows everything in the, <laughs> the cosmos, yeah. uh, that it's, yeah, I'm sure he could... He he's, must be omnipotent, surely. I love yeah. how he destroys, like, a quarter of the planet in his first assault. Yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah this that was is, impressive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, but again, but after reading the Lex story where Lex inadvertent, inadvertently destroys a whole planet, it kind of took the sheen off a little, uh, you know, where Brainiac destroys a quarter of the well, planet. Well, I guess
0: because Lex installed that thing to stabilise the planet, and if he destroys yeah. the thing that's stabilising the planet, it's going to blow up. This is oh, a, yeah. This is oh, a yeah. healthy planet with this civilization that has been in its yeah. prime since before mankind True. walked to yeah. the Earth, and he's just obliterated it completely with ease.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, you know, obliterating a quarter of the planet is no mean feat. But again, just uh, just quantities off the back of reading the Lex where the whole planet exploded and and was demolished. Uh quarter of the planet's like, okay, yep. Um yeah. well, he doesn't does, he doesn't don't...
0: want to destroy the whole planet anyway because no, he no, needs to no. subjugate the race for whatever he wants to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, oh no, I totally understand it's not it wasn't it wasn't intended or anything like that. But uh yeah, I found, found I found myself kinda linking the two the two stories there and comparing. Um Yeah, but uh yeah. That... Do we do we know about these uh globulous yellow aliens? Do they are they uh,
0: I looked I looked into them. Oh I looked into their leader, I couldn't find anything. Um I'll try What are they called again? I'll see if I can Oh,
1: um, thank Kra, uh, Kra, I don't know what's that. Um, scorer assistus two.
0: Assistus two. Assistus
1: two. I do love these interplanetary things, Connor. This is good. This, uh, this oh, is what I
0: the want. Cosmic, stuff? It's cosmic stuff. This cosmic stuff. This is it.
1: This is where the money's at. This is it. Where
0: well, Superman... Uh, Pretty impressive feat of strength, just turning that supernova into a black hole. Um, Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yep. I thought
1: thought that power set changed by then. I thought he had been depowered, hadn't he? That's uh,
0: yeah, but then they sort of undid that, and then (laughs) then they that happened in like 1981. Then they sort of undid it, but then Christ on Infinite Earths happened in 1986. So right, you know, this is. uh, this, this Superman's, like, at the tail end of his career, I guess. Right. Um, I mean, and, you know, you could say Superman's overpowered, but look at his competition. <laughs> I know, I know. It's pretty, uh, pretty mean. The the guy who has gone to before the Big Bang. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, look, I don't mind Superman being this powerful, actually. It's, um, well, it's pretty it, cool.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll... I guess we'll see how... Because right now, Brainiac's just depowered him, which is kind of lame, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah. You know, because this this story continues in the next two issues, which we will be doing next week, so I guess we'll see how it uh, proceeds, and let's see if this story as a whole... Yes. Um, we have to do it, Conor, we have, we must. Yeah, I'm actually, I I'm sorry, I'm still trying to find this uh, bloody... Okay, let's see. I thought the design nah, fire anything.
1: The design of the Sisters 2 aliens I thought maybe could have done be done a little loopy. better. <laughs> yeah, they're a bit loopy. Um Yeah, maybe maybe a bit better.
0: I think uh I think the cosmic artwork was really strong in this.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, like I mean, just look look at like when the sun, like he's getting hit by the sun, like that's a great. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, there and are it's really good. Like Brainiac's weird, freaking interdimensional journey. Yes, the, like the like the the sort of obviously indescribable things happening on that page. Like I don't yeah. know what any of those things are, so I can't describe them. But as oh, he's yeah, going absolutely. through the universe, and then he goes to before the Big Bang with the. Giant hand and
1: so, I know the giant hand was a yes was a, that's
0: that's a thing yeah um, not even going to go into the backstory but, but you know uh, you know you know it yes it's it's a big Ooh. thing in Crisis on Infinite Earths holy moly um, okay it's the uh, the guys who eventually made the Green Lanterns had a bad scientist and he might have accidentally somehow okay. did something I mean honestly I read Crisis on Infinite Earths and I still don't really know what happens sometimes like. <laughs> it was, so a few uh, a few rereads if you want a cosmic story that's def- well that's definitely one but yeah
1: crisis on infinite earth okay that
0: that's that's essentially what rebooted the whole DC universe and I guess that was the okay. first big comic book event which Marvel is doing to death my god but uh, <laughs> yes, it's, yeah, yeah. Crisis on infinite earth is a great story but there's always that debate as, of did it ruin comic books oh. um you know, because it started the trend of reboots. And oh, okay. It's big events, right. big like into But, but Crisis was impressive. Like I, I think uh, every DC character that had been published and was like you know made it an appearance in that book. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't everyone, it would be damn close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Giant Hand is something weird. But yeah, man, I love this art. It's the the cosmic art is fantastic. Um, Gil Kane yeah, really does. Gil Kane's,
1: a, yeah, very good. He does a very different Superman, doesn't he? Um,
0: it's very different to Kurt Swan, mm, which I think is good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with the whole house style thing. It doesn't look as good as Kurt Swan's, obviously. Um, but you know, it, it's still good. Obviously, yeah. it's very reminiscent of his Iron Fist artwork for me. Anyway. Um, just the way he draws faces and the way he uh, inks as well.
1: Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I
0: it, didn't like the last page.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It reminds me, that that's what I was thinking of. It reminds me a lot of um, Sal Bushima, I think. Not John Bushima, Sal Bushima, who did a lot of Superman. Oh, not Superman. He did a lot of Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, spectacular Spider-Man. And the inking really does look reminiscent of that. Mm. um particularly as you're saying that that, that last page as well it, it, yeah uh no, probably so, the uh,
0: last page is brainiac looks two-dimensional like look at his head it's yeah, all weird yeah it's that, like that, it's kind of like a yeah. botched last page because the rest of the issue is fine but that last page is like uh...
1: yeah I, I think it's got it really got to do with the inking yeah and and um it seems flat. There's a lot of there's a bit of flatness there. Yeah. But then again, that it's, this,
0: I that's think the other page is good. I well, think. I don't yeah. know. For me, it feels like the last page is a bit of a mess up because his head literally looks like
1: it's not. Okay. Because I'm looking at looking at um, page say 21. Yeah. Not not that it's uh, not that it's terrible, but if you
0: oh, Superman getting owned by the bloopy yeah. people.
1: <laughs> yeah. When he when he's uh, there's a nice there's a nice picture when he goes ah oh, my side. But I don't know the, the inking's there. It's not flat, but it's a particular type of inking. I don't know. Again, I'm just likening it to Sabushima. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: maybe it's a coloring. I don't know. There's something just missing in it. Um, but anyway, that that's yeah. Well,
0: um, um skull Ship's awesome, right? I love yeah. that yeah. shot of the skull ship just wreaking destruction on the planet. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Uh,
0: there's is um, I mean. Do, do, like I've been spoiled for a part of Krypton, but it looks so awesome that I don't care. So, like, do you want me to send it to you? Are you like planning to like go into that show completely blind, or can I send it to you because it looks awesome?
1: Uh, yeah, it's not going to spoil anything, is it? Or
0: I mean, it's it's it, it's it's like a it's a scene reenactment of something that's very famous in the comics.
1: Okay, yeah, send it over. Yeah, It's, why a, not?
0: it's a brainiac thing. Cool. Um, yeah, and it looks, looks fantastic Like, uh, look, on. DC, Warner Brothers give me Man of Steel 2 make Brainiac the villain and I'll die happy
1: Brainiac would be pretty cool on film wouldn't it, it'd be hard to do though
0: not with because the effects we have these days, though, right? No, like,
1: I, I know, but, like, again, I, again, I'm just very confused with the character. I don't know what you do. Would you show him as a, the green-skinned guy? Would he become a mechanised, you know... Would he be a data stream that, you know, you see him, origin story he goes through and he gains some sort of omnipotence? I guess,
0: I mean, I guess the way to look at it now is, like, he's a rogue AI that is super intelligent, super powerful, When he's running around collecting cities or destroying planets. He's doing his own thing. Because he wants to ascend himself, yeah. he wants to survive by just reaching yeah, so what, that what, plateau. Yeah,
1: what what is his purpose? What what is it like when he was getting rid of a quarter of that that planet? What is he aiming to do?
0: Well, we don't really know his endgame. We know he wanted to okay. enslave these people, and we also know he wanted to bait Superman here to like get him out of the way. But we know right. his we know because he's monologuing a bit about his ultimate endgame. It essentially comes down to he wants to survive and emerge triumphant. Okay, because he's just all about self, self preservation, yes. really survival. Um, yes, yeah. Like I think a I think a really good story to read for you would be Jeff Johns Brainiac because he sort of takes he takes all of these versions in, of Brainiac and stuff and sort of forms it into like a cohesive, okay, continuity. Um, I've
1: got, I think I've got the I've got the Superman Essential Brainiac that could be it. That might know. be
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, for me, for me, like, for me, I guess, it's not complicated for me, I guess, because once, I don't know, it's just, it's hard, I, I might just be, someone, email in if you can, because I might just be bad at explaining Brangnack, <laughs> but in my head he's not really that complicated,
2: it's okay. just,
0: like, cosmic-powered AI that's super-powerful, runs around, stealing cities, and or blowing I guess, planets, whatever, yeah, I guess, I, guess I guess his motives one... have changed a lot, so,
1: yeah, I just want to know more of his history, I guess, to understand him. And that, that's all. It just, it's just. At the moment, I'm I've been dropped in, and he's a green guy, but then he turns into this, um, you know, bubble stream <laughs> that goes across, and then he becomes a robot. And I, I just don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what's happened. He's so, still
0: he's still a robot when he's green. He just looks different. Yeah. Like, um... and
1: it, when he was green, did he did he still want... Was it all about survival there as well, or was he after world or universe domination, or... Did, did, is or his,
0: what, what's his ambition? He was trying to send... The, he, he was got, capturing cities when he was green. That was, what, like, the main... What, was
1: thing. he... So capturing cities to have slaves, and for him to be no, a king? well,
0: the original explanation he was... Ca- okay, let's just ignore the original explanation, because it's not canon. The, yeah. the, the thing is, as I said, he was sent by the computer tyrants as, like, a spy to collect... Uh, the major cities off all these worlds to figure out the weaknesses of those civilizations and he would send those model right. cities back to that world. But, like, that's right. not really a thing here. Um, and, like, the look, the modern Brainiac, okay, modern, Like, this, this is probably just the way to think of Brainiac. He goes around, yeah. collect, he just goes around collecting cities for knowledge, trying to improve yep. himself and become, like, the ultimate form. Like, that's all he really does. You know, he's just okay. constantly trying to evolve.
1: So that that kind of explains it. Because again, like what threw me is his name Brainiac, so he's gaining knowledge. Is that is that that? You know,
0: you know, usually names kind of give away things as well. Like, well, like the to b- extent. the most the most common Brainiac things is like the, the, what the Jeff Johns thing did, which is a yeah. really good backstory for Brainiac is he would take the major cities off a planet and then destroy yeah. the planet. So mm-hmm. he would retain all that knowledge. Yeah, you
1: okay. You know what I
0: mean? Like, he's just... Just think of him as, like, a giant asshole in the universe, just running around.
1: Ah, okay. Um, like... A <laughs> giant, giant
0: you, remember, you remember the brains yeah. in Futurama? Like...
1: Oh, kind of... I'd, I'd never watched that. I kind oh, okay. Of, well, there's, bit, yeah. there's giant
0: brains that are just running around being assholes, destroying planets, because they want... They just want to involve themselves and get all the knowledge in the universe. So. Okay. Brainiac's just, like, yeah, he's just... That, that, but and that, I guess that that's the, that's the thing with Brainiac yeah. that we mentioned before is he doesn't have that obsession with Superman no. that Lex does. So I guess Brainiac is a bit more of an enigma in that sense. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. I'm explaining this really badly, and I no, apologize. Because okay. Brainiac's like a obviously he's Superman's. Well, uh, okay. Greatest foe. He's not,
2: foe? He's not
0: Superman's second most famous villain, but like he's, you know. He's a very well-known Superman villain. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh,
1: Surprised that he hasn't made his way onto film yet. That's what like, that's
0: what everyone's so frustrated about, because, yeah. like, uh, please give us Man of Steel 2 so we can get a villain that's not Lex Luthor or Zod on the big screen.
1: So we've had Zod. Unnicular, man. <laughs> we've, had, yeah. we've had Zod. Actually, we got Doomsday, uh, I guess, Doomsday. but that was more of, like,
0: a Lex Luthor thing.
1: Yeah. A bad Lex Luthor. Oh, that that was Lex, wasn't it? Oh, that that um that fella was Lex. I can't believe that.
2: No, 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 yeah.
1: It's no. a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I'd imagine your favorite Lex would have been the Kevin Spacey one. Uh
0: is favorite Lex is thing? favorite Lex is Smallville. Oh, okay. Um, really? Favorite okay. movie Lex is definitely uh, like as I said, my dream casting for Lex Luthor is Kevin Spacey. Okay. Because, you know, look, look, we're not going to go into the whole drama with Kevin Spacey. No, no, no. Okay, I'm just talking about him as an actor, not a person. Let's talk, I think he would be... To, exactly, let's talk
1: about his art. You know, yeah.
0: as I said, I think the problem with Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor is they wanted him to emulate Gene Hackman. It's like, no, you got to let him do his own Lex Luthor. Because he would yeah. be menacing. No, he was still menacing. He was he looked, menacing, he looked, yeah, than he Gene was, Hackman.
1: He was menacing. I, I, I agree there. I and mean, he was yeah. kicking
0: Superman in the head, like... <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Brainiac. I love mm-hmm. that uh, pin-up page at the end. The new Brainiac. Uh
1: yeah. Let me just pull it up. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That 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 is a good one. Like um, the,
0: the dead aliens and like the skull ship in the background. He's got that spear or whatever. I just think it looks cool.
1: Very Terminator. I I, I get. Yeah. Of Terminator. Because of guess. the skull. The the metal skull.
0: I get a kind of Mongol vibe, like a warlord ah. vibe. But uh,
1: Mongol is where is Mongol? Is he? Are we gonna do a Mongol one soon? Oh, or? dude, you know,
0: I mean, hey, hey, you know, Len Wayne made Mongol, right? So we got to do. There's a Len oh, Wayne I'm, DC hardcover coming out, and oh,
1: there's a lot Mongol, of Superman
0: stories in there. So
1: Mongol versus Wolverine, that would be
0: really good. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Mongol would win. <laughs> really? Really? Mongol or, uh, goes toe-to-toe with Superman, like... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, true, fair enough. What is... He,
1: he, Mo- okay, anyway, Mongol is a... Yeah, anyway, he's, he's a, a, a... giant a, alien dick grapefruit. <laughs> special character, he's a very special alien.
0: Like, he's just a jerk that runs around conquering things, like... A bully! That, that's what I love about it's Mongol. It's a bully! Yeah, he's just a big bully, and it, if he gets yeah. really mad at you, he'll put a plant on your chest and then laugh at you. Yeah, that's um, right. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah, no, it's so a very good, the new Brainiac, I uh, really, uh, the new design is good, it's it's revamped it, it's modernised things, it's brought things into,
0: into the mid-80s, um, with a, yeah. with a, a plum, uh. And it doesn't look, to me it doesn't look enough like the Terminator to be a rip-off, if you know what I mean. Oh, no, Like, no. it's very Terminatorish obviously, but like, the design of his head.
1: Well, Terminator came out around, what, 83, 84 as well? Around this time, it's pretty close, isn't it?
0: yeah. Like, his so, head's like a big brain hive thing. Like, it looks pretty yeah. different to Terminator. We we say Terminator because he's a metal skeletal thing, but... And the
1: red eyes, know. but... That, I Actually, mean, that, that, Terminator it's came
0: guy. out after this, so...
1: Yeah, I, I reckon
0: it probably did, yeah. Yeah, it came yeah. out 84. This was 84, uh, yeah. 83, so... Yeah. Terminator. Oh, what are you doing? James, James Cameron. Cameron.
1: James Cameron, you we found you
0: out, bastard! You bastard! <laughs> you bastard! And, oh yeah, and Hannigan. it says designed by Ed Hannigan, uh, oh, yeah. Brainiac and inked by Dick Giordano. Gio- yeah, pretty
1: pretty good. So. good. I, I love the little alien hand. There, it's got like suckers, suckers on the alien hand.
0: Yeah. Um. So, I had a couple of notes here. Um. Did you? Uh, so we had Superman having like an identity crisis again. Mm-hmm. which uh, this this pre-crisis Superman has a lot of identity crisis moments. Uh, did you enjoy, because I remember you you know, expressed no. interest in Superman having an identity crisis. What did you think of oh, his uh, moping um, at the start about being an alien?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, it was very fleeting. Uh, it was fleeting.
0: suppose. yeah. yeah.
1: I, I didn't really uh, t- to be honest I didn't, it didn't pay really too have much any attention.
0: relevance to the issue either. No, it didn't. That's why because I forgot about it straight away. The issue's kind of just Brainiac going on his weird existential journey and then That was the main smacking Superman me. down, but Superman's kind of like uh yeah. I'm an alien, people like hate me and stuff. Yeah. Um, I do That's like exactly how he it, says yeah. to that chick uh she's like oh you know you saved her and he's like I'm just a man. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. Okay, dude. I mean, I get it. You want to be a normal guy, but you're flying around.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, no, that that was good. That was him doing his domestics again. Um, you yeah, know my thoughts on that. Uh, but the. Yeah, I mean, it was very fleeting. I, I want to see more of this, you know, more of this, this uh, identity, oh, no, no, it's only the u- identity, and and I mean, it was pretty much just the one page, wasn't it? The beginning, yeah, uh, a couple yeah. of
0: pages, um, couple of pages,
1: and then then very no, then he gets hurled into domestic duties here of um, saving yeah. a blind girl was it, uh, or a guy. I oh, don't it's know. so
0: tedious, it was, isn't it, Ray?
1: It is, it oh, is, come here on. here we go. Oh, you know. Superman saves people. Oh. <laughs> exactly. What's he doing? That's what Batman's meant to be doing, isn't he? We, What's uh, he doing?
0: Yeah, because Batman's faster than a speeding bullet, right? Like, <laughs> leave,
1: leave it, leave it for, for those. Look, that's what things.
0: Superman does. you got to show Dang. what he's doing in his life. I mean, you could just you <laughs> just show him looking at, like, porn on the, you know, <laughs> it's not as exciting, is it? No,
1: no, no, exactly. No, true, true. We have to get um, him in his, in his best. Uh, look, I want to know again. Look, uh, this is actually Man of Steel, uh, insurances and, and and damage. He damages this car here. Um, what is is that an act of God? What what is it? What is who pays for this for this frozen? He just he makes it he makes it frigid.
0: Look again. Uh, obviously one of those things you don't think about but i do appreciate the fact that there has been comics about cleanup crews for superheroes I think yeah that's great. yeah um i i want to mention one of my favorite things about brainiac right so mm-hmm. since he's a computer and i yeah, think yeah. superman mentions this issue like the no kill rule doesn't apply superman <clears throat> will use lethal force oh, to take this yeah. guy out but the fact is he hasn't been able to do it <laughs> Like this Superman who can turn a supernova into a black hole hasn't been able to take out Brainiac. Mm. That just shows how impressive he is.
1: But hang on, no. hang on. This no kill rule. Ooh, I've got a I have got got to pull up soups on this one. Like what he, he can kill him because what he's not is not organic. Yeah. But he, he he's got sentience.
0: Look, right. This is a debate that's like <laughs> Yeah
1: Is you know He's just as valid as a as a living a living mecha- He's got free thought, so Superman should be you know should be respecting that. I think as well. Seriously,
0: no, no, that, that, that yeah. you bring up a good point. But, yeah, um, that that's logic. Like Brainiac's a computer. All he does is run around taking cities and killing people. Um, so I guess Superman just doesn't treat him as. Yeah, true. But, like he's not it's like I'm going to put this dangerous AI that has traveled time and space in jail.
1: Do we see the softer side? Does does uh does Brainiac have a family? A uh, Brainiac Junior or uh, a Dora? Funny Brainiac. you mentioned
0: that. Okay, yeah. So first off, no, Brainiac does not have a soft side. Uh, sec- <laughs> second, I mean, if this issue didn't tell you that anyway. <laughs> but there is there is the whole. Are you aware of Brainiac 5?
1: No, I have no, no. Are you aware what of Legion that? of Superheroes? It sounds,
0: it sounds like a
1: kid's band Well, Brainiac 5. Uh, Legion of Superheroes, no. are Okay, they the
0: whole thing, Legion of Superheroes is the DC Universe in like the 30th century. Oh, They're ooh. all the superheroes in the future and they were founded because they are inspired by Superboy. Um, ah. And one of their members is Brainiac 5 who is a descendant of Brainiac. Now, okay. depending on the continuity at the time, if Brainiac's organic, he's descended from Brainiac. But if Brainiac's not organic, he's descended from Brainiac 2. And Brainiac 2 was sent off with Brainiac. Brainiac, Brainiac, 2 Brainiac 2 is who led the Rebellion to overthrow the computer overlords back on the native planet while Brainiac was running around doing his thing.
1: But uh, was Brainiac 2 the son of Brainiac?
0: No. Oh. He can't be, because Brainiac's a robot. I
1: know, that's... yeah, well, that's, yeah...
0: But, uh, you know, when Brain it, Man, it's just... It's just... Ugh. But, but the whole thing is, there is Brainiac 5, who is sometimes descendant of Brainiac if he's organic, and he's a good guy. Okay. Like, he's one of uh, the greatest heroes of the 30th century. He and knows everything. He's omnipotent, is he? He's like in love Brainiac? with Supergirl, as well. Oh. He's not omnip- omnipotent, but he is super intelligent. Okay. Um... You yeah.
1: cannot he cannot consummate the relationship. Tell Supergirl. you what,
0: let me just send you a video that actually explains Brainiac's origins and retcons pretty well, yeah. because... Yeah. i loving this. <laughs> Brainiac versus Aliens or Predator, that would be pretty good as well. Yeah, it'd be pretty short too. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just nuked them from orbit. <laughs>
1: That's
0: it. That's a big, big metal skull.
1: Yeah. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now Brainiac Five, that sounds good. No, send it over. I am all up for learning more on Brainiac. Um, I still yeah, because I've I've
0: spent half this podcast trying to clumsily explain uh, Brainiac because this Brainiac is different to other Brainiacs and it's just very hard uh-huh. to explain. And um, as I said, there's I'm um, I listen to I listen to Superman Forever Radio. Go check him out, Bob Fisher. Awesome guy. Uh, that he did an episode hey, on Brainiac. Mm-hmm. and he just talks about how awesome Brainiac is, and he had no trouble explaining what the hell Brainiac was, because he's Probably. older and smarter than me. So, um, And he also grew up with these comics in the 50s.
1: Oh, I thought we were about to say, he grew up with Brainiac. I mean, that's no, pretty cool. No. <laughs> uh,
0: but he was uh, actually around for all these changes, so, you know. Um, okay. We'll put that episode in the show notes. Awesome. Um, awesome. Go check that out if you want uh, more Brainiac adulation. Brainiac goodness. Um, Brainiac is my favourite Superman villain.
1: Oh. I'm, ah. um, still, I'm still liking Lex. I'm no, say that, that is perfect.
0: perfectly fair enough. Lex is, uh, mm. you know, he is... Oh,
1: Mo- sorry, Mongol. Mongol is my favourite. Mongol. Without a doubt, Mongol.
0: I mean, I know we kind of make fun of Mongol for looking like Grapefruit, but he's actually legitimately a pretty good villain, so... Oh,
1: not. I, um, I, 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 no, I don't know what you're talking about, Connor. I do certainly take him seriously. I don't know, are you talking about him being a melon head?
0: Well, he is um, a melon but... head. He's just a very dangerous melon head. <laughs> he is. That is probably responsible for Superman's most crushing emotional moment ever. But, uh, that's it. He, yeah. knows,
1: he knows his intergalactic flora, you know, yeah. um, so he knows what He to pops pick.
0: up in uh, Exile as well.
1: Okay. What uh, is this Exile you speak of? What
0: is it? Is it a... Remember the Exile Omnibus I was talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Morgan, well, Superman sorry. puts himself in exile. He's just wandering the cosmos. Oh, uh, okay. Um, okay. Which is, it's you It's just
1: know, his, his, uh, his sabbatical, his, uh, his gap year, is it? Superman's gap year? Well, it's not a
0: happy gap year. He's, like, really depressed. Oh, um, okay. It's, right. it's very funny reading the letters, letters pages, letter pages of those issues because, uh, uh, well, I, actually, I can't really say it without spoiling stuff for you.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, please. I uh, um, I need, I want I want to read it. Everything new. I want to be surprised.
0: There was people really glad about decisions they made with Superman in the letters pages, which people okay. are really angry about now.
1: Okay. Um, are you, you angry about it? No. No. No? Okay. Uh,
0: Exile's great. I love it. Um, okay. But, yeah, he, he comes He comes afoul of Mongol. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mongol. Or will Mongol be afoul of Superman? Oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Will he show that melon head what's for? Um, either way, look. Whenever Mongol pops up, you know there's going to be a great fight. So, and banter. Mongol does like to talk. Oh, Mongol loves the shit talking. He, <laughs> he does. He does. He does. They're sledging. He's he earned that. He was slapping around Wonder Woman in that story. Like he it was, was nobody's business.
1: Um, I felt I felt bad for her. Yeah, she she freaking got owned. Um, yeah.
0: Um and uh. But you know, does, anyway. does, does Mongol does Mongol have a family as well? Mongol does definitely not have a soft side. I have oh, never fine. seen him be anything other than just an evil melonhead that
1: just nah. shit talks
0: and grins a lot. Oh, oh
1: this damn. is the Mongol that had the visions of heads on pikes. He's a yes. vicious Yeah, no, that's
0: past. like that's his ultimate fantasy. Well, <laughs> what, a, what, what a twisted fool. Talk about oh, Ron like, to the core, that guy is just yeah. pure evil. Um, okay. Yeah, he loves to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give us, give us Mongol for. You know, Mongol popped up in the Superman Returns video game. Oh, okay. He was like the tutorial boss. Uh, <laughs> it was really funny. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I would not take a word from that guy. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's a. Yeah. It's
0: just weird to have him pop up. But like, I mean, Superman Returns would have been better. Uh, this is objective fact. Superman Returns would have been better if Mongol was in it. I'm yeah, just oh, anything like, <laughs> with
1: Mongol in it would be better. Yeah. yeah. Um, who would Who would you have play Mongol? Who would you have play Mongol? I'd say Dolph
0: Lundgren. There you go. I think if Ron Perlman <laughs> was younger.
1: Okay, younger Ron Perlman. But yeah, Ron yeah, Perlman's
0: yeah. a bit too distinct now. Just some yeah. with like a big sort of head, though. I don't know. Just some with that voice. How about
1: what's his name? John John Cena. What what's, whatever. John the, one
0: Cena. Of Get out yeah. of my podcast.
1: <laughs> Isn't he because he he's just a big. Buffy,
0: you know... He's not an actor, though. Well, he's been in movies, but he doesn't... You know, he's like a professional wrestler. Uh, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The Rock.
0: Mongol The Rock. Be good. I think... I mean... Honestly, Josh (laughs) Brolin. (laughs) Why? <laughs> like, he's third. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Like, I mean, hey, I mean, it would work. If he works as Thanos, he will work as Mongol.
1: He's not Thanos. He's I got mean, Thanos the, on his CV. you The know, characters the,
0: aren't cool. actually similar at all, but I, I sort of read them with the same voice. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like Josh Brolin would work for Mongol as well yeah. as Thanos. He's got, he's got the chops, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got he's the got voice the, for it. Yeah,
1: um, yeah.
0: That he's dude who played or was it What's Oscar right? Isaac who played Apocalypse?
1: Ah, uh, him. Yeah, He's Meek. too small, isn't he? Too small. No, oh, just. Or you can just make him bigger. Well, yeah. you just
0: make him a big CGI person, isn't that what they did with Thanos? Wasn't he just like a great CGI? Oh uh, like,
1: yeah. No, I want to see a. Re- oh, the guy, the guy who played Jaws from James Bond. That would be. He'll be a pretty good. I thought longer. you were about to
0: say George from Seinfeld.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that guy. The guy. He's he's pretty good, isn't he?
0: Right, you're making me want to cover some Mongol stuff, but. Uh, yeah, next, mongle it up. We're gonna no. have to finish this Brainiac storyline next. Up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I really
0: like want to see it. where it goes. Will we've up to this weird setup, or will it just end up being this lame? I robbed you of your powers, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping a step up with the
1: uh with the art. Yes. Yeah,
0: I liked the art, but um, I didn't really like the last page, as I've said.
1: Hmm. So. Mm.
0: Yes. Uh, apologies yeah. to people listening for my odd awful attempts to explain things. No,
1: this is this is fantastic. This is why we are here, Connor L. Uh, we have. I an guess expert.
0: I'm I'm the more experienced one, but I'm not an okay. expert. No, but you're trying
1: to then explain it to a um a dullard not like myself, a newbie. So I never yeah.
0: realized how hard explaining the core concepts of Brainiac was because yeah, the difficult. core concepts of Brainiac you think would be stealing cities, but like he stops yeah. doing that at some point, yeah. you know. But that really is his thing; is that's what he's known yeah. for. He steals cities, like he's you take Canada. a lot
1: of you take a lot of this stuff for granted, and then when it become when it comes to trying to explain it to someone, it gets to be quite difficult. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but there's a uh, the what I like to call it's. What I like to call is like the for the man who has everything. There's a issue that's a really great sort of. I don't want to say prelude to that book because it was published twenty years earlier. Mm-hmm. But the imaginary characters featured in his head are characters that are actually featured in the story. Okay. Written twenty years ago, and it's heavily like for the man who has everything is heavily inspired by that story. Yeah, and uh that has uh Brainiac cameo in it, which right. is pretty cool. Um yeah, I'll send you some Brainiac stuff after the show. Speak so uh do you have anything else to add with this story? Um I just what like, you you go. Uh
1: no, no other than I I covered the uh, I mean you you mentioned the identity and the um I had to make mention of the domestics at the beginning there, uh, but the main thing was the main the main show was Mong- uh, not Mongol was um, Brainiac. was Brainiac wasn't it yeah, um, yeah and and his whole journey into this metamorphosis into a mechanical Brainiac uh, I thought it was I thought it was good I thought it was sound uh, again though uh, I much preferred putting side by side I much preferred the Lex Luthor story yeah uh, so it it did I wouldn't say fizzle but like. You know, i got the better story at the beginning than the second one. Um, But, yeah, interested to see where where Brainiac goes from here. Yeah, because this is is really the start
0: of a short arc. He's mysterious, yeah. I read these stories a day apart. I'm not sure if that would have affected my... Because I I didn't really read this directly after... I wasn't really comparing it to the Lex Luthor story. Uh,
1: Okay, okay. I was just reading it
0: as, like, there's two stories in one book, they're not really tied to each other at all. Yeah. I I, I just, I love that traveling across time and space, the cosmos the answer. That time. was good. I am that a sucker good. for that stuff. That was That awesome. is good. And it just, yeah, Cos- cosmic stuff is great. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's all. I had, Uh. I guess I'll rate it first this time. Mm-hmm. How many? Um, what would you call it then? How many black
1: um, black holes? How many? Si- how many sisters to? Oh
0: my God. Dead aliens. This is as hard to do as the bloody everything. <laughs> my head's melting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many? Yeah, let's just go. How many? How many uh, skull ships? How many skull ships? Okay, yeah, cool. Um, how, many, how, many, how much would you give of this? Uh, this is tough. Hmm, I'm going to give it, uh, oh, man, <laughs> okay, I'm giving it a 6.5, but that is not oh, a low score, I really liked this issue, okay. I'm just, there's, there's, it's just, it would Jokes. easily be a 7 if it wasn't for stuff like the last page, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it was very close to being a seven, but I'll just give it a six point five. It's still good. It just okay. it's good but has some problems, but I really loved this story. I cannot express okay. how much I love this story. Um but it's just it it did have problems and it was mostly with the art, honestly. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. Even yeah. though the art was yeah.
0: simultaneously some of the best stuff about the book, it's simultaneously some of the weakest points of the book, so mm. yeah.
1: Okay, no, I can see that. I look, I funnily it up because I gave the uh, the Lex Luthor one a seven. I was gonna give this a six and a half as well, six and a half uh, metal skulls. Uh, again, not to say that it is, it's bad, but um, in comparison to the Lex Luthor one, it was just slightly below it. Uh, a much to do was was to do with the art, uh, I thought, um, and um, you know, it was very it was. Very cosmic. Um, the main thing I got from it was was the was Brainiac um, gaining all this all this knowledge, um, him attacking the planet. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was the look of the, the inhabitants of Sisters Two, uh, and and um, maybe that kind of. I wasn't too bought into it. Um, the the battle with Superman at the end was good, uh, but as you say. Again, Connor, you, you, you brought it out, uh, the last page as well. I found it a little underwhelming for something that's meant to be a big reveal. Yeah. Um, although the design is great.
0: Uh, I think Brainiac also, himself is awesome in this. Yeah. Issue. I love his See, dialogue as well. Yeah. Uh, um, I, re- I still think it's
1: the inks and the colours could have done a lot more to the art. Uh, I, I don't believe it's a pencils. It's the same
0: guy who did uh, pencils and inks.
1: Yeah, okay. well he's in, um, well he's in, he's inking then he yeah, he's got a he's got to step up his game. I'm sure he's uh you know he's got to put <laughs> sorry it's <that's> terrible. <laughs> got to put more effort into it, buddy. Come on, uh, settle a bit. He created iron fist. Remember. I know. Settle oh, no, down. Yeah. Settle oh, down. No, absolutely. No, <laughs> no, for sure. No, the guy is you
0: know the guy is um talented. Repeated. Yeah. No, no, talented, but some, yeah. some some pages maybe it was maybe it had to be a bit rushed. I don't know because some see, pages this is the did thing. come off.
1: It's we're on 544, the 45th anniversary. Time has got to be given to these special issues. And if it's a rush job, why is it a rush job for such a monumental issue?
0: I know? guess I don't know, maybe cuz I mean, maybe it's cuz Superman was declining in sales. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I
2: feel
0: like if I feel like if this was Batman's 45th issue, you wouldn't have, you no, know, 45th anniversary, you wouldn't have yeah. this then again, I could go and physically look and see if that was the case, but I can't be bothered. So, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Gil Kane is unfortunately rest in peace, so I guess we can't ask yeah. him. But.
1: but having also said that as well, Connor, I mean a lot of a lot of the comics. Uh, so we were blessed a little with The Kurt one. a lot of the comics around that time, they did have this kind of standard of art as well. Yeah, there was there's a varied amount, so it's it's not necessarily rushed. It could just be the type of, of art. Um, well, uh, Gil
0: Kane does do the next two issues, so okay, maybe okay. we'll get more answers there.
2: Ooh. Okay.
0: Yes. Excellent. But, uh, well, six and a half then for both of us. Yep, and I guess that wraps us up. Uh, the, the, the next next uh, episode will be the two issues following this Brainiac story, so it will be a bit of a Brainiac trilogy, I suppose, and th- that will wrap this up, and we will see if this story goes on to greatness or falls flat on its face
1: yep I think Connor also it's Connor L sorry I think what we should also do I think in the lead up to our next episode maybe give our faithful super fans a heads up we'll we'll probably put it on the page or on Twitter as well uh, as to where you can find these issues because some of them are a a little hard to come by but um, if you do hunt them down you can Um, so whether or not they're part of a collection or they're in a trade or they're available Uh, digitally
0: yeah these, these two issues so obviously you can get the issue action 544 on ebay i can't imagine it being too expensive yeah. um it uh, guess for 30 bucks i think oh really
1: yeah so it, it gets up there like you know not terribly it's, it's not on
0: comiXology so but no. uh the lex story in this is in the superman versus like Luthor so trade paperback As Ah, is the Brainiac story is in the Superman vs. Brainiac trade paperback.
1: Ah, fantastic.
0: Uh, Good stuff. I do not know if the follow-ups to this Brainiac story, the two issues following it up, are in the Mm -hmm. Superman vs. Brainiac trade paperback. They should be, but they might not be, because this Mm -hmm. story is in the Superman Celebration of 75 Years hardcover, but the follow-ups are not. Yeah. So... Right. uh, Yeah, so... um.
1: It's we'll, worth we will
0: get on that. Yeah, 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 definitely read this. Yeah, it is so. Especially the first story is so worth a read, and the second story, as we said, it is good. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not bad. It's good. It's some it's parts bad, of it yeah. are great. Like, uh, yeah. it's worth reading for that weird crap uh, of his data stream yeah. alone. Like, and if you've seen
1: the the first, I've seen the first appearance of the the metal skull ship. Yeah, if you like Brainiac,
0: give it a read. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. and just if you look, yeah. Just, just read it. Just shut up and read it. <laughs> yeah. Stop hassling us and just read it. God damn it, guys. Uh, so, yes, is the oh, and after after the brainiac trilogy concludes, we do have a listener request for an Ooh. issue. Oh, lovely. So, uh, yes. Are we,
1: are we gonna? Oh no, we'll reveal that a bit later. uh yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I
1: was we'll reveal it. Oh yeah. Oh, it's about to say. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Yep, all, all attention to the the next couple of Brainiac issues and um, yes, should be good. Should be good. Can't yeah, wait. For we,
0: it. We'll try and we'll try and find these for you and put them in the show notes. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, just finally, uh, also as well, Conrail, are you up to date with your
0: current Superman? I left my Superman five at another house, but I just got it back today, so I'm probably going to read it tonight. Okay, okay. I'm also going to start on the Cursed Comics Cavalcade, which has a, uh, which is ten horror stories oh. for DC heroes, and uh, one of them's a Superman story. Superman's yeah. not on the cover yeah. at all, though. He's not even mentioned. But Guy Gardner is strange, oh. but okay, yes. whatever. <laughs> I get I get Swamp Thing and Zatanna going on the front cover before Superman because they yeah, have sure. more horror stuff. But Guy Gardner is on the cover before That's Superman. That's a bit. Of, it's a bit random. Yeah. I bet, I bet, I bet, guy is behind this. He's exactly the type of guy that would do it. He's a joke.
1: Anyway.
0: I've heard he's a bit of a dick. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I've, I've just,
1: uh, I have purchased uh, Superman. Oh, was it Action Comics a thousand and five? So I'm looking forward to oh, that. I'll be
0: picking that up tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll get your thoughts online. See what you think of it. Definitely. I have I haven't read it yet but uh, i've been enjoying it are I've you been up enjoying to date Broke. on
0: the superman title yeah i've been I enjoying we can talk about that after i read it tonight then yeah well. yeah um, enjoy it. all right uh, yeah no it's enjoyable so far for mm-hmm. sure um but yeah i guess uh we should probably wrap it up sure so sure. uh until yeah so just remember guys don't let hate Poison you and turn you no. into some. Don't let it cost you your friends or <laughs> yeah your planet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, don't blow up the planet because you hate. Yeah. Just riot. just chill out. Just let things go sometimes.
1: Exactly. And also, um, if you do get the chance to become omnipotent, you know, take it with both hands. It's uh, it looks like a fun journey.
0: Yeah, totally. Just, I mean, you know, scale. Metal's a good book.
1: yeah yeah it's uh, you know it's timeless.
0: yeah Hot, stainless <laughs>
1: stainless.
0: <laughs> oh dear we should we should definitely wrap this up. We're just falling apart here <laughs> <laughs> Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC.